Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Many financial institutions have made efforts to incorporate sustainability practices into their business operations and corporate culture. And today we're talking to Citizens Financial Group about their efforts around environmental responsibility and implementing more sustainable practices in their operations. As of June 2023, Citizens Financial Group had $223.1 billion in assets, with the bank offering a broad range of retail and commercial banking products and services to individuals, small businesses, middle market companies, large corporations, and institutions. Our guest today, Rachel Mattis Greenberg, is SVP, Head of Sustainability at Citizens Financial Group. She's responsible for designing and driving strategic environmental, social, and governance initiatives across the bank, including planning, executing, and engaging on the bank's climate strategy. Building on the company's foundation of sustainability-related efforts, Rachel joined to provide leadership and oversight on the next steps of Citizens' journey to help create a more sustainable and inclusive future for all stakeholders and the communities in which it serves. Prior to joining Citizens in 2021, Rachel served as Vice President Sustainability at J.P. Morgan Chase. Previous to that, she worked as Chief of Staff for J.P. Morgan Wealth Management's Global Head of Investments and in the world of global art, both here in New York City and in Tel Aviv. So, Rachel, great to have you here. Thanks for being with me. Thanks, Josh. I'm looking forward to the discussion. So a lot of people think of banks as their mission being to make money. And and I really love for you to share how citizens' sustainability initiatives align with its core banking operations. Absolutely. It's a great question and, and I think really important to hit on at the start. At Citizens, we've always thought about sustainability and and ESG as woven into what we do. So it's not owned um, or managed by just one part of the organization, but rather it's cross-cutting. And actually, there are colleagues across the organization that are contributing to a range of ESG initiatives that, that we can we can categorize and, and, and talk more about today. We think of, of the sustainability strategy of the ESG strategy as an extension of, of the citizens credo, which has been part of what we stand for, what we have stood for since the IPO, since we became an independent company. And that's about pulling together our, our values and our purpose to do the best that we can every day for, for what we call the three C's, our, our clients, our colleagues, our communities, and, and also our shareholders. And we think of, of this body of work related to ESG as one of the ways that we can do that. I love it. You know, it's good to hear a, a large company thinking in that way. Talk a little bit about the sustainability finance target that the company recently announced. Yeah, absolutely. So today we we announced the sustainability announcement and the first piece of it and the headline is this $50 billion sustainable financing target. So we've for years had different groups within the business, within our commercial and consumer divisions, focused on a range of, of environmental and social business opportunities. And, and we wanted to, to pull it together and importantly, to put a stake in the ground, to set an ambition for what we want to do going forward. And so this $50 billion number, is is contributed to by by various groups across the bank. It will support 
social initiatives, for example, affordable housing, small business support, ways in which we can support low and moderate income communities where we operate. And I think really importantly, it's got a sub-target within it, this $5 billion that's specifically related to, to green initiatives. So, so we're thinking about this body of work comprehensively. We think it's really important to not look only at the E or only at the S, but we're looking at, at both bodies of work and we want to set ambitions specifically related to, to the green work where where we can participate, where we can support our clients transitioning to, to a lower carbon future. The last point that I'd love to make on the sustainable financing target, I, I think really importantly, we're, we're leaning in on accountability and on transparency. And, and so with the announcement today, we released a whole host of documents, which we can talk about. But one of them is a document called our approach to sustainable finance. So we're taking the approach that we don't just want to have one big number out there, but we want to be able to share externally with anyone that's interested in going into it, the details of what specifically is going to be included in that number and how we're going to account towards it over time. On an annual basis, we'll report against how we, with the progress that we've made in our ESG report. So when the bank is looking at lending and investment activities, how are they weighing in these factors related to environmental, social, and, and governance? So I think of it both from an opportunity standpoint, but also from, from a risk standpoint. So within our risk organization, we have different forums that think about different ESG, environmental and, and social, also governance risk, and, and we take that into account. That's also covered in a, in a document that we just released, a, a statement regarding environmental and social risk. But we're also actively thinking about the opportunity side, and maybe we'll have a chance to talk more about that, the different ways in which we see the, the, the focus on ESG initiatives today being a business opportunity for our clients and by extension for citizens. I know that the, both the city and the state has put up some, you know, aggressive numbers for a lot of businesses to abide by, by certain dates. Part of it is reducing greenhouse gas emissions. I know there's a lot that the real estate community needs to, to get done. How does the bank go about supporting clients to be able to achieve some of those goals? Yeah, so I think this is this is really at the core of of the the engagement targets that that we announced today. And so we're looking to, on the commercial side, engage with our commercial clients on this climate transition and, and recognize, importantly, that different clients in different industries are, are going to be at different points. But what we're not going to do is, is walk away from our clients. Rather, we want to lean in. We want to hear what they're doing, what their specific opportunities and risks might be, and, and stand with them as a trusted advisor to support their success over time. Again, recognizing that, that their success is is our success and we want to lean in and, and support our clients, really lean into this role of a trusted advisor, which in many ways is at the very center of, of citizens and what we do best. Yeah, I'd love to hear how the bank goes about engaging with, you know, local communities here in New York City when it comes to promoting sustainability as well as social responsibility. Is that part of, you know, the the, the local manager's role or how, how does the bank go about looking at that? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm a native New Yorker. So I love to see the the focus on the New York market, which of course has been a real focus for citizens over the past couple of years. And we're doing it in a couple of different ways, but but it's really cross-cutting from the organization. We see lots of engagement from our CEO in New York City, from the leadership team, and it's also grassroots. So I think it's it's really in both directions. And maybe a couple of different examples to really bring it to life. One of the, the moments in time that was one that I felt really proud of is that when we launched in New York City, we created 
what was called a living portrait of New York City. So we didn't just come in and enter, but we did a ton of research to figure out what is New York City and how is New York City a bit different from the markets where we already have a presence. And I'd say, again, as a New Yorker, that that New York is unique and there's probably a unique way of being successful here. And I really felt incredibly proud of the fact that that citizens listened and, and learned. And, and this living portrait was an opportunity for us to share with New York City what New Yorkers told citizens. We've created a few really important partnerships with organizations on the ground. One that I'm particularly interested in, an organization called the New York Restoration Project, which me and my team volunteered with a couple months ago. That's one that focuses specifically making green space available for New Yorkers. So again, New York is a is a densely populated place, and we're looking for different organizations that are really fit for purpose for New York. And, and where, where can we have an outsized impact? Where can we be a bit unique in the market? And I, I think that relationship with the New New York Restoration Project is a great example. Then maybe the last one, um, just later today at, at 6.30, in relation to the, the announcement, we've got an official Climate Week event. It's, it's of course, Climate Week in New York. Um, and we're partnering with an organization called City Girls Who Walk to take a walk and to, to really lean into the fact that New Yorkers walk actually more, more per capita than in any other city in the U.S., which I think is a really interesting stat. And we want to spend time with, with the people that are here to get to know them. We think that's the way that we'll be most successful in this market. And, and I, I firmly believe that's right. So with those three like local organizations, is it getting the staff from citizens to, to participate and, and help the organizations? Or how does that partnership exactly look? So it, it can look and feel a little bit different depending on the organization. There, there certainly is a heavy focus and I think a really successful focus on, on volunteerism at Citizens. And so we've got, we've got folks across the organization that are looking to volunteer, for example, for, for the New York Restoration Project. But, but we also see that, that New Yorkers are customers, but even those that aren't today are customers are, are interested. For example, in, in this walk that we're hosting this afternoon in the, the Living Portrait event, it, it was a really interesting way. I think to to raise awareness for for this company that is still relatively new in this market. Very cool. And then I know that you recently announced a partnership with the New York Roadrunners. So I'd love you to share a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a great question. I think this is such, such a perfect example of an extension of how we're thinking about being relevant to New York. I live on on the Upper West Side, close to to where the marathon ends, and it's really the case that that watching the marathon. I'm not committed to to running the marathon, but but watching the marathon that day in New York City, it's such an exciting, I think, New York spe- specific kind of moment, and we developed a partnership with New York Roadrunners. So we're the official bank of the New York Roadrunners. We're also the official bank of the New York City Marathon, as well as the Citizens Queens 10K, which is an additional race that the New York Roadrunners is responsible for. And we're we're taking this opportunity to, to again, really lean into New York City. I think it's important to note that we really are spread across the five boroughs. So this this really brings to life the commitment that Citizens has to, to the city. And, and I'm incredibly excited to see lots of green lots of citizens colleagues in town to to run while while I cheer from the sidelines. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for sharing, you know, what what you're doing at Citizens and that they're thinking about the local community, which, you know, to us is really important and great to hear. My pleasure. Thanks for taking the time. This is the Schneps Connects podcast. You can find us at podcast.schnepsmedia.com or stream us on any major podcast network. <laughs>